0: This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Hello, and welcome back to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. Today, we're talking about something that I guess has become the bane of our lives for many of us. And that is how do you keep up with the endless social media that you feel you have to create in order to build an online presence? And I'm joined today by David Trotter from the Inspiration Rising podcast. And we're talking about what, how you can do this. How can you create engaging content in, in a short time, in a short space of time? So hello, David, and welcome to Entrepreneurs Get Visible.
1: Hi, Anna. It's great to be with you. I appreciate the opportunity.
0: So tell us a little bit about who you are and, and what you do in the world for my listeners who don't know much about you and your podcast.
1: Yeah, well, I'm located with my family in Southern California in the United States. So I am a business uh, growth consultant and have the opportunity to work primarily with women in starting and growing their businesses. And we do that through the Rise Up Business Academy. And I love to just showcase uh, women entrepreneurs and female leaders who are doing great things in the world through our podcast. And so, you know, I've just dedicated my life. I know it sounds a little awkward to be committed to just kind of focusing on women. I help men too, but um, I love helping women get started and grow their businesses.
0: So I'm curious about that, David, because many people in the online space who are serving women entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs are women. So what was the route to you to deciding that that was who, that's who you want to serve, that's who you want to help?
1: Yeah, well, you know, kind of the, the the depth of it flows from my religious upbringing. I was raised in a conservative Christian home where my dad was a pastor and there was kind of this belief that women weren't supposed to be in uh, leadership in the church. And so when I went to college to become a pastor, I ended up writing a paper on how I thought from a perspective of the Bible that women shouldn't be involved in church leadership. Mm -hmm. And then by the time I finished my master's, I actually wrote a paper from the opposite perspective, (laughs) how I thought the scriptures were telling us that women should be involved in church leadership. And so I ended up having female pastors on my staff when I was a pastor. And then when I transitioned out of pastoral ministry about 12 years ago, I ended up focusing on some uh, producing and directing feature films, one of which was on sex trafficking in the United States and really featured the role of female um, abolitionists. And so I just found that I kept being drawn over and over again to issues that were important to women. And so when I started Inspiration Rising a couple of years ago, my wife and I had the conversation of, well, who should the podcast be for? And we both agreed that the the person that had been primarily impacted by my work over the last 25 years, whether it was ministry or movies or marketing, was women. And so she got behind that. And that's kind of been the focus. I've gotten some pushback on it, Anna. I I bet
0: you have. I bet you have. I'm going to just skip back a little bit, because I don't think we can quickly skirt over the fact you went from being a pastor, pastor, I never know how to say it with my British accent, to producing films on sex trafficking, right? That's quite a that's quite a jump. Talk me through that.
1: Yeah. Well actually I was a pastor for over ten years helping start churches. So I was what is called a church planter. It's somebody who actually starts a church from the ground up. So it's a very entrepreneurial endeavor. I actually was a workaholic and I was trying You know, in retrospect, trying to fill a void of a not enoughness in my own heart, that the bigger I could grow the church, the more people that I could help, then the more okay or enough I would be. I ended up having a rock bottom experience about 12 years ago, and it really changed my life. And I had to shift my priorities so that performance wasn't the number one value in my life, but I actually began to have peace be the number one value. So I began to structure my life in a way of what was creating peace for me. And the only way that I could be a great husband, a great father, a great friend was if I had that piece. So so I ended up starting a marketing business to pay the bills. And I started some side projects, some passion projects around film. And the first film that I did was on orphans in India, because I had done a lot of humanitarian work in India, been in India nine or 10 times. And I wanted to draw attention to the issue of orphans in India. So I did a film on that. It got picked up by Netflix for two years, and I was like, "Wow, this is easy." And so, I what, what was a you know another topic that was really grabbing my heart, and it was sex trafficking in the United States. Um, so I ended up producing and directing four feature films um, over the last ten years.
0: That is it is amazing to just hear how casual you are about that, and then the decision that 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 really wasn't what you was where you wanted to be, and. So talk to me now about the, the evolution from doing those films to the business that you have now.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing about films is, number one, if you're in the independent film world, you've got to either raise money or have money to be able to produce those. Mm-hmm. And so in some cases, I raised it. And in some cases, I put it in our own money. But it, independent film is not exactly a big moneymaker. <laughs> so it's not something that you can you know, survive on unless you really hit it big. And so it was really passion projects. Mm-hmm. And I told my wife, I'm passionate about these, but I'm making a difference every year or two. I'd really rather make a difference in people's lives on a daily basis. Right. And so that's where I came to her and said, I really feel drawn to coaching and consulting and podcasting so I can be making an, uh, you know that difference day to day. And she was super supportive. And that's where we got started early 2019. And I absolutely love it. I mean, I feel like I found... Like a deep, deep hack.
0: the thing you're supposed to do, okay? So one of the things that we decided we were going to talk today to talk about today is this thing that people have a real issue with. How do I build this presence? How do I reach people? How do I serve people? How do I make a difference if I constantly have to be on social media? Yes, talk to me about that.
1: And that's one of the big things that my clients have been telling me over the last couple of years. One, there's nervousness about getting started on social media for some people, like from a business perspective. Two, it takes up so much time. I don't know what to post. You know, all of these questions. So we ended up creating a resource called Rise Up Creatives to help people with that. But the foundation of standing out and saving time begins with having a plan. Like most people don't have a plan. They wake up in the morning and then by midday, it's like, I gotta post something. What am I gonna post? And so I always say, Let's develop a plan. I encourage people to develop a monthly plan, but even just a weekly plan where they would say, what do you want to post over the course of the month? And then they go, well, how do I do that? Well, for me, it starts with seven categories. And these seven categories are really the primary seven categories that every online entrepreneur needs to be posting in some form or fashion in order to develop no like, and trust and ultimately lead people toward the result that they want to offer them in in the form of a product or service. And so um, those categories are my life, right? Like, we want to know about you somehow. Tell me something about your life, Uh, your why. Like, why did you get into the business that you're, you know, getting into? Something inspirational, quote, um, an inspirational story, something of that. Four would be behind the scenes. I want to know what goes on in the secret, you know, like I'm looking at you right now, Anna, in the podcast room. I'm like, I probably would never even see this unless you showed it to me. You know what I mean? I want, to, like, I want to see behind the scenes.
0: Tell you what, you don't. You don't want to see outside the door of my podcast recording room because we cleared out all of the children's bedrooms over the weekend. And there's so much stuff. I haven't managed to get it into the loft <laughs> yet. So my entire landing outside this door, yeah, a mess. I mean, I can't even bring myself to look at it. But yes, it's that nobody actually needs to see my rubbish outside this door. But I get your point. We, what we do want to have, attraction marketing is so powerful. And so how can we show people parts of what we're doing? Not the whole thing. You don't have to show everything. But how can you let people into the fact that you are actually a real person?
1: And listeners should know right now that not only is your microphone red and your sweater red, but your lipstick is red. You're like all matching. What the heck?
0: Most of my listeners will know that I tend to wear red. I've got to the point now where um, I just know Monday to Friday, I'm in the red zone. And, And you're honored because actually normally I put my makeup on in the morning and then that's it. But it's all gone by the afternoon, so... We're recording at the moment. It's very early for David and I'm about ready to knock off and take the dog for a walk. (laughs) And actually, what's great is as I'm interviewing David, he's got some red cushions in the background. So it almost feels like he has shown up to match my branding, which is very, very considerate. Okay, so we've got life, why, inspirational, behind the scenes. I need to know, I can never have... If you tell me there's seven, I've got to hear all seven.
1: Number five is life and business learnings. So we don't want to present ourselves as someone who's got it all together. And like, I know everything, right? Tell us what you're learning, whether it's in life or business. Um, number six would be product or service. So this is the one that oftentimes new entrepreneurs just automatically go to. Let me tell you what I'm selling. Let me tell you what I'm doing, right? It's like, hey, this is, this is one of the seven. And then the seventh one is benefits to you or benefits to your audience, benefits to the people that are connecting with you. What are those benefits of the product or service? So. So the first thing in the process of developing a plan for the month is, number one, um, put down the holidays that you want to leverage in the course of the month. Some months may not have any holidays, but most do. There's some kind of unique holiday that's either national or international. Like, for instance, the month of March when we're recording this in the United States, St. Patrick's Day is a really big deal. So I would tell our you know uh, entrepreneurs, hey. Leverage that, connect St. Patrick's Day to your business in some form or fashion. Every country has all, right? That's number one. The second is mark down the days of the month where they are what I call launch promo days. You're promoting some sort of launch. It may not be a big product, but it could just be a lead magnet or a freebie. It could even be a podcast episode that you appear on and you know the date that it's going to come out and you know this is the date that I'm going to promote that. So that's a second thing. And then the third, is what are the days that lead up to that launch promo day? Because you want to be really specific about those things that are kind of preparing for whatever it is that you're going to be promoting. Once you've got all those down for the month, now it's time to just kind of fill in kind of a a smattering of the rest of the categories, which are probably going to be my life, my why, inspiration, right? Kind of interceded around those.
0: It's interesting, isn't it? Because when I started out consciously using the online space to build business. I I didn't understand that the rest of it mattered. I thought that it was letting people know over and over and over again about the offer that I had. But that isn't the most engaging content that we see. That isn't the thing that draws us in. That That isn't the thing that makes us think, oh, I want to go back and check them out. And so it's striking that balance. And and as you say, being aware of what launches you have, being aware of what's coming up so that you're strategic and intentional as opposed to, like you say, panicking. Oh my goodness, I've not posted on social media today. What random thing can I put out there? And when you have a plan, actually your results are far better.
1: Totally, much, much better. The other thing that I always want to encourage people is when you're writing that caption, now if you're taking the, one of those seven categories, you know, we use kind of a, we call it the triple S method of writing a captivating caption. The first is to stop the scroll, right? What is a question, a statement, something that's going to hook your audience. So stop the scroll somehow. Don't just jump in with whatever it is, like pull them in. Like, it's like a great story. You tell the story from the midpoint. You, you don't say, well, the person woke up and then they got dressed and then, no, no, just jump right to the problem. You know what I mean? There's an intruder that just entered their house. Like that's the stop the scroll kind of thing. Uh, The second is serve with insights. So I'm always going, how do you serve your audience with some sort of insights that are either entertaining, engaging, educating, or whatever. And then the third part is spark a conversation. Mm. Like that's the third S spark. So You've got to end with something. Call them to action somehow. Drop an emoji. Send me a DM. Answer this short question.
0: Because it's called social media for a reason. We want the engagement. I'm always really open on this podcast that Instagram is not my favorite platform. It's going to get some serious attention once I'm through the launch I'm currently in. And it never really occurred to me when people were making those pretty grids really the reason that the pretty, some pretty grids worked and people got engagement was because they were creating content that others wanted to share that others wanted to be involved in and it's really changed how i think about social media and i think content is slightly different on each of the platforms we have to remember each of the platforms work in a, in a different way facebook what i put there is different to what i put on linkedin so I know that you've created something, David, to help streamline this process. And you're, you're very passionate about helping, particularly for the female entrepreneurs that you, you help, helping make this easier, helping make this no longer be the, oh, what the hell am I going to put? So talk to us about what you've created.
1: Yeah. So Rise Up Creatives essentially helps people create beautiful, engaging social media. We say it can get down to even five minutes a day. And the way that we do that is by training people to prepare a month in advance. But we also provide kind of a done-for-you system. And there's two components of it. One is 31 lifestyle images that we provide every month that are generally uh, stock-type images that are geared for that month and come along with 31 customizable captions. So every image has a customizable caption and it fits in one of our seven categories. And you can literally click copy caption Drop it into a social media scheduler, customize it to your brand, your audience, and then click.
0: So by the time it goes off, it doesn't look like you've just done this from a template because you've personalized it, but you haven't had to come up with not only the con, not only the caption, but you've had to think through the whole design element.
1: Exactly. The other aspect that we provide is a graphic design studio. So and this is where we provide hundreds and hundreds of templates. That are for social media. We have lead magnets that are multiple pages. We have workbooks. We have media kits. We have um, uh, PowerPoint slides, Facebook headers, everything that you would need for kind of that graphic aspect of your brand. Log in, pick a template that looks good for you, and you can modify it through drag and drop features. Very similar to Canva, Mm -hmm. but um, people have told us it's even easier than Canva. And we don't have just one off templates, we have a whole collection of templates that look very similar. Um, that you can use all of them if, you, if you'd if like. So it's very, very affordable. And um, our introductory right now, just launching prices, only 25 US dollars um, per month to get all of those resources.
0: So we're going to make sure that the link for that is in the show notes below. So David, in five minutes per day, what's really achievable on social media?
1: Well, in five minutes, essentially you need to be able to customize that caption, right? That's the number one thing. We say we're, you're going to create beautiful and engaging content. Now, if you want to spend more time actually connecting with people, that's going to be up to you how much time you're going to leverage for that. Mm. But in terms of the creation process, we believe we can get it down to five minutes where you're going to take that caption, be um, inspired by it, either write a whole new caption based on the inspiration or just customize it you know, with uh, your own brand story. I
0: think that for a lot of people social media content creation can be so overwhelming that they don't get started. And then it's been, you know, they've done a post, maybe they've had a whole week where they've posted every day. They slip up a little bit, don't post and then hide for five days and then wonder why their business isn't growing. So what happens when you get this right, David?
1: Yeah. Consistency is huge, Anna. Like it's the day in and day out people, you know, showing up for people. And ultimately it is trying to develop those one-on-one relationships I say that a lot of us try the whole spray and pray method, right? You just spray content out there as much as you can, you just pray to God that somebody's going to connect with it, you know, versus really seeing that this is a, especially when you're getting started, a one-on-one type of relationship. This is a, a metaphor that that works for me in my own head, and this probably necessarily won't work for your audience. but when I had a church, And people walked in the door, every single person was golden. Mm -hmm. If you're opening up a restaurant or a store, a brick and mortar every
0: person matters. Every
1: single person. It can't be like this is just a number of random person. No, no, no. You're greeting them, you're connecting with them, you see them as valuable, and you really seek to connect with whatever they need.
0: I think this this is important. And actually, we haven't talked about this on the podcast before. Is that in this rush to have more followers, to have more friends, to have more connections. Be linked in with more people. Where is that one to one connection? Every person that comes your way, every single person who joins your list, every single person who listens to this podcast is a potential client. They are a hot lead. But more than that, they are a person who is looking for help or support in some way. And actually, we're often hoping that we found the right person to support us. So if you're not showing up, you can't help them.
1: Right, right one of the big concerns that I know people have is I don't want to sell people. You know, I feel like I'm just selling. And that's why I shift that word from sell to serve. It's like, no, every single person that comes up, that's a person that you want to serve and help. They have either a problem, a pain point, or a desire. There's something going on in their life that they need help. And so if you see them through the lens of humanity, rather than seeing them through the lens of a number or a mm-hmm. sale, yeah. Like, a real person that needs assistance, like how can you help them? And so then when you're writing that caption, you're envisioning a real person. Then when you're DMing somebody, it's not for a sale, it's because you really care.
0: I think this is really powerful in a world where many people are building their online courses, which are designed to be as hands off as possible for the host of that course. I know for me that at times when my business has had kind of breakthrough moments, it's because I've connected more with people. I've got to know them as individuals. They feel rapport. They feel relationship with me. Um, And in many ways, they become kind of my biggest fans and supporters, but friends almost. There is a line between friends, clients. But it's because we've broken through that, that barrier of I'm just putting my content out there. I'm just putting it out there because eventually you'll want to buy from me. We've removed that, removed that. And, you know, I talk a lot, obviously, about getting visible. And for me, it's about sharing all of this. Your life experiences, your whys, the things that have happened to you, the problems that you've had. Although nobody needs to see the rubbish outside on my landing.
1: Yes, they do. I want to see.
0: <laughs> they really don't need to see the crap that I have dug out of my children's bedrooms. <laughs> it's like the final, my, my son's um, just turning 11 and he now wants his bedroom to look like he's a gamer instead of it being full of all of the Lego that we've held on to and all of the Playmobil from when he was tiny. And oh. I'm not quite ready to let go yet. So David, where can people come and find out a bit more about you? Two
1: websites, uh, Rise Up of- Creatives.com is one, RiseUpCreatives.com. And the other for the uh, podcast is InspoRising.com. And of course, Operation Rising is on all the social media, or not only social media, but all the podcast apps.
0: And if you guys are interested in checking out David's introductory offer for Rise Up Creatives, then uh, we will make sure that the link for that is underneath this podcast wherever you're listening. So thank you so much for coming in today, David.
1: It's great to be with you, Anna. I love your energy. I love your red. And I want to
0: see your rubbish. Cool. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. And this is how, in just a short space of time, when you're clear on your message, you're clear on who you want to reach, you can actually make your social media so much more simple. Thank you for listening. Take care. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.